I was shaking before I pressed record. My palms were all sweaty and I was afraid of the whispering that would happen online once I shared this to the world. Showing everyone my income reports is a transparency that I want to be comfortable with because this business is bigger than me. I built Profit Planner in order to inspire women when it comes to building a profitable and productive business. So if I were to inspire, then I knew I had to get out of my own way and create these income reports for you. It really does help seeing behind the scenes and how everything is working financially. So I'm pulling back the curtains each month and letting you in. This May, I made $13,922 and my goal was $20,000. I didn't make my goal, but I was able to take one third of the month off, leave my job, and find time to love my life again. You can see my entire income report at profitplanner.co slash podcast where I have all the numbers organized for you in really pretty colorful charts and uh, that will help. I know a few of you really wanted to see the numbers all laid out. So after this podcast, if you want to just go ahead and go see those charts, go look at the show notes at profitplanner.co slash podcast. Now I'm going to press play on this recording so you can see my biggest takeaways this month, what I've learned, the lessons that I've had to learn, uh, all my income, all my expenses, what I've paid myself, and how I handle distributing all my money at the end of every month into percentages by applying my tweaked version of the Profit First system. Before I dive into the numbers and my income and expenses and what I've paid myself and all of those amazing stats, I want to share a few milestones that I have hit this month because I think it's important to know kind of the background of what May actually looked like for me. So May was the month that I quit my job which was huge. And, you know, a lot of you have probably listened to the podcast episode I recorded called I Quit My Job, where I've had a lot of breakthroughs while recording it, which was great. Uh, But the big thing here is that I I quit my job in April. I told everyone in my agency job that I would be leaving. And then in May, I, I actually left and it was really tough. It was actually really tough to leave because this prompted this major lifestyle change because that meant that this extrovert, me, did not have a fancy office where I could be around other people. So before I took this job in 2015, I was a freelance web designer, as a lot of you guys know, and going from entrepreneurship to corporate was mainly because I was a little bit bitter towards entrepreneurship because I was working my butt off. Seriously, I was working my butt off, not getting a lot of results, making $1,000 a month. And then once I hit $40,000 a year in my business in 2015, I exchanged that for a similar salary. Oh, I did this and you know, I don't say I exchanged the salaries that that's a bad thing because honestly, that was such a good move for me. Like taking a few steps back in my business for two years was so crucial to exactly where I am now. I would not be where I am now if I didn't take that job, mainly because I needed a break. I needed a wake up call and that job allowed me to kind of more like mindlessly go through the motions and let myself discover what kind of business I actually want to run, right? Plus, I had so much fun working there. I mean, the work environment was great. I had a really fancy office. Uh, I had two really good friends when I was working there. I mean, 
it was a great place to work and that made it even harder because it's like you know I hear all these horror stories of man corporate America was so terrible they were so sexist and uh you know all this stuff that was not the case for me it was it was pretty cushy I mean not not financially because I or I was having like at that time I was running an agency so I was already bringing in six figures a year so I didn't need the money but it was more about the environment and how that played a role into just me feeling secure emotionally <laughs> because I wasn't working at home alone that isolation and depression just creeps in right so the big thing the big worry was with this was crap, I'm quitting my job, I'm going to be working at home alone, I'm going to be miserable and isolated, and I'm going to sink back into that depression that I was in in 2015, but what I found throughout the month of May was that was not the case. I was telling myself that story, but I did not have to have that story be my reality, and so that was a huge wake-up call for me, and I'm so glad that I did have that wake-up call when I did, um, because so I ended up crying on my last day of work, right? And then I actually ended up crying on my last day of the first week without my job because I just, it was it was as if I just felt alive. Like I actually felt alive again. So the month of May was such a discovery time for me because I hadn't felt alive in years and I didn't even know it. I was going through these motions, working over 12 hours a day and just not loving myself like I should be. I didn't have a hobby. I didn't exercise. I didn't eat healthy. I was eating really crappy food and I was just not taking care of myself. And so that first week without a job, I realized how much time I had been spending on building someone else's business when I should have been building my own. And you know, I don't and I don't want to say that as in it was a bad thing because I don't think it's bad and I think everyone's journey in entrepreneurship is so different and for me it was so needed. But I know now that I I should have probably left a little bit sooner than I did, but I was just too scared. And now I just look back and I'm like, you know, I'm so happy that I finally had that mindset shift because that's really what what started it all for me. So I, anyways, I think that's just a huge, a huge major shift that I wanted to mention because that really does play a role into the month of May and this income report. Because for years I kept that job and holding on to it for dear life because I was so afraid of myself in a way. I was afraid of being alone with myself for days and days and days. And it ends up, I, I just realized, I could travel. Like I don't have to just be stuck at home alone if I don't want to be. I can make enough money. Money, I'm telling myself money is easy. Money is not hard to make. I can make enough money to travel once a month, which is what I'm doing now. I'm getting out of the house. I'm traveling once a week, once a month. And I'm just loving my life. And I'm only three weeks into this. And I sometimes... I'm actually just tearing up because I'm so happy. <laughs> I cannot tell you how happy I am. And, you know, with the pictures that I've been posting on Instagram recently and with everything I've been posting on Instagram stories, I'm getting all these DMs and comments that are like, Haley, you're shining. You have this aura around you now. And I, I really do believe that. I think my energy has just completely shifted and I have this new aura because I let this 
part of my life go that was stressing me out, that was causing unnecessary anxiety and stress that I didn't even realize that my job was doing that because it was pretty easy. Now the job itself, you know, there was a lot to do with, but it's nothing like running your own business, right? Like having a job is so freaking easy whenever you're a CEO of a company where all the stress is on you versus just being an employee. Yeah, if something goes wrong, it's not my fault. At the end of the day, it's the it's the boss's fault. Even though it's not, it's mine, I don't have to account for that. And so you you don't have to worry about the stress and all that stuff that accompanies just being a boss. But you know, at, at the end of the day, we are entrepreneurs. I am an entrepreneur and I know that that's that's where I that's where I want to be. So I don't mind taking on that extra stress cuz I'm going to run a business to where it's not stressful cuz I get to choose that. Okay, cool. So I'm going to move on from that cuz I could literally keep talking about this major shift four hours. So so we're going to move on to what also happened in May, which I turned on a new funnel. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, it's actually coming out next week and it's behind the scenes of my automated webinar funnel. This was bananas. Bananas. I cannot even explain to you how bananas this was, okay? Because I welcomed close to 50 new members in an automated webinar compared to April where I basically built my membership site off of these live launches, okay? So I I built these live launches. I was exhausted working myself to death with these live launches and I felt like I had to because I felt like I had to get my membership numbers up before I quit to hit these 20,000 months that I wanted to hit, which obviously, as you can see, I made 13,922. So I did not meet my goal, but that's okay. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I'm going to be full of gratitude and thankful that people are even wanting to pay me for the service that I provide. Like I'm so incredibly grateful and I don't want to come across as I'm not grateful because I so am for all of my customers and clients. Um, but even though I didn't hit my goal, I think it's important. We, we Sometimes we don't hit our goals. That's okay. Anyways, I felt like though that I had to do all these live launches in April. May was so different because in May, I was able to go kayaking. I was able to go to New York. I was able to travel with my first three three weeks without a job. And I was able to do that and make 50 sales on autopilot through this funnel that I turned on in May. So I talk more about this funnel in episode 78. I know this is episode 77, so it's coming out next week. But I'm telling you, this just unlocked this magic, basically this marketing magic that I had been a little bit scared of because for me, my brand is all about being personal and feeling like you're my friend. And I felt like if I had an automated webinar funnel, I would lose touch with that. But what I'm discovering is that through my automated webinar funnel, which I keep optimizing, obviously, through that funnel, I can put in touches of of friendship and making them feel so loved and appreciated throughout it. It doesn't have to be cold like other people's that I know, right? It doesn't have to be like that. I get to make that choice. So that's something that I've discovered in May. But here's the thing. I am not a funnel expert. Okay, I I don't want to say that I'm a funnel expert, yet my funnel is converting at 19.8% as of right now. The average conversion rate of an automated webinar funnel is 2 to 5%. 
Yeah, two to five percent, and I'm converting at 19.8 percent. That's without any of the fancy conversion rate increased tricks because honestly, this month was all about organic traffic through and a little bit paid to get some data back so I could go full force with this in June. So this was not even running tons of traffic to it. This was organic. Uh, I did, and you'll see what I uh, whenever I go through this income report, I did do some Pinterest advertisements for this automated webinar. But at the end of the day, like 19.8%, I'm so proud of that number. So proud of that number. Uh, so, and this was just a test. Like this was my basically phase one of this automated webinar funnel. So I'll be updating you on this funnel as I go throughout the year for sure. Um, I'm also splitting up this funnel into three different traffic sources, which I also explain in episode 78. So if you're interested in learning more about my automated webinar funnel, just this phase one of it, like the MVP basically, uh, minimum viable product of this funnel, go listen to episode 78 and I share a lot of behind the scenes when it came to that. So the third milestone that I hit this month in May was that I went to NYC. So a lot of you know that my business bestie is Liz White and we had a retreat up in New York and so I went to help lead a mastermind in Central Park for her. And also, I got to meet some Profit Planner Lounge members in person, some podcast listeners in person, and just honestly spend more time in real life with Liz, which was incredible. I absolutely fell more in love with our friendship than ever. While we were there, we complimented each other so perfectly, which was great. Um, I had my first sound bath experience, which was such, mm, I don't even know how to explain it. So the best way that I can explain it is what someone told me was that it's like flossing your brain. It's like getting all that muck out of your brain that's just clogging up all of the creative juices. And it just, it puts you, your body in this state of just peace. And it's, it's really hard to explain. I'm serious. You just have to go have a sound bath experience of your own. It's basically like a sound meditation. So we were on the roof, a rooftop in Brooklyn at sunset. Oh my gosh, it was absolutely gorgeous. And we laid there on towels and we put these sleeping masks on and we listened to these vibrational sounds for 30 minutes. And I'm telling you, it's, it's like my whole body was just so calm. You know how some, like, so my, my friend explains our body in like two states, alpha and beta. And I could totally be saying this wrong. No, I think we, we want to get to an alpha state, where, which is where our body is in a very meditative state. But I tend to have a state of like beta state, which is very anxiety, stress reducing. And it's, it has a lot to do with the way I've grown up and all that stuff. I'm not even going to dive into those, those issues, but I have, I really did dig deep into those specific childhood issues that I had and I realized that is why I am so stressed out and I'm so uh, prone to anxiety because of this these things that I that have happened and all that kind of stuff so that was really interesting to learn about myself and then I realized that through sound baths experiences my whole body just it was as if no knots no stress no anything I can't, I, I'm trying to explain it and I just can't, but it was magical. It was magical. That's the best way to explain it. Okay, so overall this month, I realized that I could turn launch mode off. I did not have to be on launch mode 24-7 and I can still scale my business. That was a huge mindset shift for me. 
that automation doesn't have to be tacky or slimy. It is okay for it to not be. I also went to the lake with one of my entrepreneur friends and as I was kayaking, within a few hours, I made $350 on autopilot. I This really just unleashed this whoa. I just made $350 while kayaking and I haven't touched my computer all day. And, you know, I teach this stuff. I teach passive profit, uh, but it, this is just different because I have, I've done passive profit in the agency world with online courses and all that stuff, but I haven't done passive profit for a subscription-based product before. So I am very new to this, um, but I built a six-figure membership site within two months. And I'm so proud of that because the members have really carried it for me. Honestly, the members have just been incredible. We've been attracting some amazing members to the Profit Planner Lounge. But anyways, I think that was the big unlock of like, wow, this is recurring. Like I'm not only just making $350 in sales one time, but I'm going to continue to make that every single month. Of course, you know, considering churn rate and all that kind of stuff. So uh, another big thing is I fell back in love with my life. I don't think I've been in love with my life in a long time. (laughs) And I, I honestly, I'm looking back and I can't even remember when I really felt like I was in love with myself. And I think this is important for all of us to just, I don't know, look look at our lives and say, am I in love with the way my life is right now? Am I in love with the way my life is going? Have I created the life of my dreams? What does that look like? Because right now I, f- I feel like I'm finally in a place where I have a business that I love. I love my business now. It is not stressful. It does not induce all these anxiety and panic attacks like a lot of entrepreneurs experience, which is something that people don't talk about. But it is so prevalent in entrepreneurial society because being a CEO is stressful, right? And anyways, that has a lot to do with that. But I fell back in love with my life and I wish that I could put into words how much this month of May has changed me. I I just can't put it into words, so I'm not even going to try because I'm just going to stumble on my words like I feel like I have been over the past few minutes. But I want to leave, before I even get into the numbers, I just want to leave you with this, is that you can speak whatever you want into existence. And I want you to keep me updated. I want you to tell me what you want to speak into existence and what you want your life to be like because right now I feel like I really hit a big... So I have this big overarching vision, which if you don't have a big overarching vision for your next five years, definitely think about that. Think about what that would be. And then once you have that, split that into phases. So for me, I've actually hit phase one of my new big five-year vision. And guys, I have some really big, exciting plans for the next five years, and I'm actually ahead of schedule. So anyways, something to think about for you, but let's get into the numbers. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Okay, so my overall income was $13,922. Now, I'm going to break down what income sources contributed and then how much each income source contributed to that overall amount. Okay, so $6,886 came from the Profit Planner Lounge. So I made that amount uh, from the Profit Planner Lounge. We increased that by... I believe um, we increased that by $2,900. So we made an extra $2,900 in sales since the last month. And that was pretty much all on autopilot. Now, profit calls. Uh, Profit calls are my one-off 
basically 60 minute calls that I do. If you want to book a call, go to profitplanner.co slash strategy. I made $400 off those calls. Profit Accelerator is my Profit Accelerator two hour uh, one-on-one that I do. I made $1,000 off of Profit Accelerator in May. So Profit Accelerator is basically where we design all of your days, we design your profit plan, um, we craft everything down to the T. So we like, let's say, let's say Molly wants to make uh, $50,000 this quarter. Well then if Molly was in the Profit Accelerator call, then what we would do is we would map out specifically how she's going to get that, what are her income sources, how she's going to actually get that, and then put all of that on a color-coded calendar, map that out to what her day-to-day life will look like in order to hit that goal. And we do that one-on-one specifically for your business. So in case I just need to give a little bit of background, that's what Profit Accelerator is. Now, I made $4,600 from the Profit Planner Retreat. If you are not going if you have you if you have not heard stumbling over my words again if you have not heard about the profit planner retreat you really need to come i'm not even kidding you go to profitplanner.co slash retreat info in order to hear more about the retreat because we're going to be in nashville this november and we're planning out your entire 2019 profit plan. The whole year with me one-on-one, we are optimizing your project management system. We are mapping out your priorities and you are gonna get to meet your 2019 mastermind. So you're gonna create your profit plan, your project management system and priorities with your 2019 mastermind. You're gonna meet them in person unless you're already in a mastermind. You can opt out of that part. But guys, it's going to be the best event that you've ever gone to. I'm not even kidding you. So right now at this recording, we only have 25 beds left. So yeah, you could actually stay at the retreat center. That's an option. You can get a ticket if you want. Um, but if you want to stay at the retreat center, you can also do that. It costs $200 to reserve your ticket and $150 to reserve your bed. You can just go to profitplanner.co slash retreat info to figure out any kind of information about that retreat or just come DM me on Instagram at Profit Planner if you have any questions at all. Totally here to answer any of those. But I made $4,600 for the Profit Planner Retreat. I made $366 for a sauna for the entrepreneur. I did not launch a sauna for the entrepreneur in May. This was all on autopilot. And I don't even have my funnel set up for a sauna for the entrepreneur. So I honestly have no idea how I even made that, to be honest. Um, I guess people just clicking from my website. And then convert kit affiliate income, $187. Uh, I, that actually dropped because I was making $300. So that dropped quite a bit. And then I had a surprise payout from Teachable for $483. So all of that adds up to $13,922. Now, again, if you guys have any questions while I'm going through this, please just ask me in the comments. I'll be happy to answer anything that you have about any of these income sources uh, for sure. Now expenses, I spent $4,873 this month, which is actually way more than I usually spend. I say that and I'm pretty sure it's way more than I usually spend. Let me break that down for you because $2,674 of that expense was the down payment on the retreat center that I'm hosting the Profit Planner Retreat on, okay? or at. So, and this is a huge, it's a massive retreat center. And I knew this was going to be perfect. It's kind of expensive, but I think that it is going to be so worth the price. I cannot even tell you how excited I am about this retreat. Okay. 
So then I paid my customer support manager $450. Um, I spent on my podcast and Pinterest manager, I spent $175. I spent $150 on Pinterest advertising. Now, something to remember with Pinterest advertising is that I paid $150, but that doesn't mean that I actually got $150 worth of clicks because all of those repins that get clicked, I don't pay for that. I only pay for direct clicks to through my ad link, which is really exciting and why I love Pinterest ads. Um, the big thing though to remember with Pinterest ad traffic is to track how well it's converting because my Pinterest ad traffic does not convert near as well as those who sign up for my webinar through the Profitable Boss Roadmap. It's completely different, so keep in mind the conversion rates because your cost per click, cost per lead might be lower, but it may take you more leads to make a sell. So um, just a little side note there. Now, Churnbuster, I spend $39. Oh, I'm just going to go through this super quick. I use Acuity for $15, uh, Crowdcast for $49, ConvertKit, I spent $79 on that, Audible, $16, Intercom, which is my chat messenger system, I spent $49, Zoom, $15, Bonjaro, $25, ManyChat, which is a Facebook messenger bot, $10, QuickBooks 5, and then I spent $484 on travel, which was my plane ticket to Austin, Texas, which I'm actually going to this month in June for a business retreat, uh, just like uh, one of my second masterminds that I have. I have two masterminds right now, and then some NYC expenses, uh, and then Adobe Creative Cloud, $49, and then I spent $105 on Tailwind. I just ended up, my my new VA wanted me to use Tailwind, so I said okay, and I bought a year subscription for it. Uh, and so that was $105 for Tailwind. So my total profit ended up being $9,049. Now, here's, here's the thing. I'm working on a new accounting system. And I am doing... Okay, so let me explain this. I take my profit... Actually, no, that's not true. Sorry. What I do is I take my overall revenue, so that $13,922... And what I typically do is I take, well, I'm trying to think, I usually take 25% of that. So let me see, that would be $3,500. So I actually spent more than 25% of my overall revenue um, on operating expenses, which I normally do not do. But for the retreat center down payment, um, I got $4,600 in just down payments on tickets. And then the down payment for the retreat center was 2,674. So I actually ended up doubling just the uh, just for the down payment ticket. So I didn't mind going over on my operating expenses there. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. But I usually do 25% operating expenses. That's what I operate my business on. And then I pay myself 30%, which if I say that right, that would be $4,200. Yet, I only paid myself $3,000 this month, and that's mainly because I live in Arkansas, and so it does not cost a lot to live in Arkansas. So I, I really pay myself $3,000 a month, and I'm fine with that right now. Um, and then I put money in my profit account. Now, this is where, this is, this is where I really make my money. So this is what the Profit First system teaches, is that pay yourself with living in your means that you feel comfortable with. I feel super comfortable with 3000 a month because I know that is a lot for someone living in Arkansas. And then I put, and I put money in my profit account. So usually I only put 
5%, I'm actually doing the math right now, sorry, um, which would only be 700, but actually what I ended up doing this month was I put $2,049 into my profit account. So I can only touch my profit account every quarter. I give myself really big quarterly bonuses of at least $10,000. That's what it ends up being. You, I mean, typically around around there. And yeah, so I just put $2,049 in my profit account. I'm pretty sure next month I'll be putting more in my profit account, but that's the way that works. And so that quarterly bonus goes towards paying off our debt, which I went to a very expensive college and came out with 30000 and that was after working three jobs during college to pay it off while I was going. Private universities are super expensive. And then my husband came out with way more debt than I did, so we are paying that off. Um, and so those quarterly bonuses goes towards that and also just traveling. So that, anyways, that is a super vulnerable, in-depth look into how I'm spending my money, where I'm putting all of that in. But I think it's important to invest back in your business at a minimum 25%. Now, the Profit First system recommends you put 40% towards operating expenses, but for us online business owners, I just recommend 25%, 25 to 30% because at the end of the day, we don't have... Now, and again, if you're, if you're a physical product, then your operating expenses are going to be different than mine. Mine are just online, so very minimum operational, uh, just software, really, uh, nothing major. And so the, the exciting thing is that my expenses, even though it has, even though it's like 25%, my expenses don't have to increase because this is really like the base software that I feel like I need in order to run my business. So I may add a few here and there and you will see once I keep adding them, but really I don't have to. So my expenses can kind of keep decreasing in percentage amounts and I want that to. I want to end up getting to where my revenue is higher and I'm only spending 15% on operating expenses. That way I can put more money into my profit account. That way my quarterly bonuses are bigger because at the end of the day, your business is working for you, right? Your business is working for you. You are not working for your business and I don't want you to feel like you're working for your business. That's something to keep in mind and I hope that was really helpful to just kind of see behind the scenes of what I'm making, what I'm spending, and what I'm paying myself. Um, I, so this month, I actually opened up four new bank accounts at, re, at my bank regions, and they looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, you know you're going to have to pay for all these accounts, right? I'm like, well, how much do I have to pay? And they're like, well, $5. I'm like, well, that's fine. It's, it's okay. It's $5 a month. Like, I'll be good. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm dumping thousands of dollars into these accounts. And I could tell first, I, I came in with no makeup. I was looking really rough because who wants to put on makeup whenever you don't have to go on live video that day? So they probably thought I looked like I was 12 years old because I do look like I'm 12 without makeup on. So they're like, how is this chick making thousands of dollars every month? And then Anyways, it was just, it was really funny seeing the reactions because they had to call someone else into the room. They're like, why do you need this many accounts? So I had explained to them how this was working and they're like, that just sounds really complicated. I'm like, actually, it's not. It actually uncomplicates things because then you give yourself buckets of money to spend. So I know that 
I only get to spend 25% of my overall income with my operating expenses. That puts a restraint on my spending, which makes me become a better business owner because I work on that level, right? Um, And the same way with what I'm paying myself, I'm paying myself with living within my means, nothing too crazy, and then I get really big quarterly bonuses. Now what I could do is, I technically could pay myself 5,000 a month if I wanted to. If I really wanted to run my business, I could pay myself six to $7,000 a month if I wanted to, that would be no problem. But the thing was, I know that I I feel comfortable with 3,000. I know that's what I need and a little bit of what I want. That's extra for me. So I would rather run at a lower level, giving myself a lower paycheck and giving myself bigger quarterly bonuses because psychologically, it helps me run a better business. So everyone's different. They may want a bigger paycheck and lower quarterly bonuses and only put one to 5% of their profit account and have those little bonuses. I would rather put 10% or more in my profit account and have bigger quarterly bonuses. That way I can just pay down debt easier. For me, that's just the way it works. So it's totally different for everyone and that is okay. Now, do you guys have any questions about my income, expense requ- expenses report, all that kind of stuff? Marisa says this is so smart because I usually pay myself all of my profit and don't end up saving much. I love the profit account idea. Yeah, and so to expand on that, Marisa, I'm really glad you pointed that out. So all of my different accounts I have in basically just a general income account where all my money is dumped into every month. And then from there, uh, once a month, I split up into my three accounts. My three accounts extra are my profit account, my taxes account, and my operating expenses account. And I actually have a credit card as well, a business credit card. So I do, first of all, I do not recommend getting in debt. (laughs) Um, When I say credit card, I have been anti-credit card since I was born. It was like drilled into my mind. People that have credit cards are bad. (laughs) And I've realized that, no, you actually need a credit card to build up credit. And it it helps you if you pay it off. Like, it's okay. You can pay it off by the end of the month. It's not a big deal. You would be spending that money anyways. So I've been using my credit card to basically run all my expenses through and to get that cash back and then paying from my operating expenses bank account to my credit card and paying that off every month. So that's how I've been spending it, mainly to build up my credit, get cash back for all the expenses. Because I mean, $4,873 in expenses, it'd be awesome to have cash back on that, right? Not everyone is spending that much uh, every month. Not everyone is making that much every month, right? So that has been my philosophy on that, and that is something that I've been experimenting with. I think that I'll keep experimenting with this as I go, for sure. And of course, I'll be updating you with new income reports and how everything has been changing. Uh, My percentages will probably be changing on what I am putting into my accounts. Uh, My operating expenses will probably get lower and lower as my profit, uh, profit account increases over time. But yeah, I recommend only paying yourself from your business what you need. Not for profit, but what you need to live. And then a little bit extra. So for me to match what I was making before, I think I would have been matching $2,400 or something. So I ended up just paying myself $3,000. Because that was $600 more a month than I was making from the actual paycheck. Now, um, I have hired a new bookkeeper. And so I'll end up paying myself 3900 because I have to account for 30% personal taxes. That is a whole new world for me. So anyways, because uh, I didn't do taxes like that. 
but I'm going to be doing them differently now. So I'll be keeping you updated throughout the month of June. That's whenever that'll probably change. Okay, Alyssa says, how would you suggest a new business do this when you are building up in the beginning and only making enough to pay for the bare bones? Yeah, Alyssa, that is such a great question and I'm so glad you asked that. So what I would recommend is this. You you need to look at how much you need to bring in every month minimum. Like what what do you need to live? What do you need to survive? Get that amount, uh tally that up like what is your rent? How much do you want to spend on groceries? I mean, how much are your all your bills? All of that stuff. How much can your partner if you have one contribute to that? Once you figure that out, you can figure out, okay, this is what I have to pay myself every single month in order to survive. Once you get that number, then that is what you're paying yourself. So what I want you to do in your goal list, and Alyssa, I know you're in the Profit Planner Lounge, so what I want you to do, Alyssa, is double that number and then give yourself an operating expenses um, and then only put 1% of that in profit. I, I recommend at the minimum. So for me, I'm making quite a bit right now. I mean, not like a crazy amount, but I'm making a good amount. And so minimum, if you're just starting out, I would say 1%. As you make more, increase that percentage of profit that you're putting in. So right now, I put like, what, 10% or more or something in my profit account. But whenever I was just starting out, I would have only put 1%. So if you're making, let's say if you're making $500 a month, then you would only put $5 in your profit account. Now that might seem crazy, right? It might seem absolutely crazy, but that $5, there's something something psychological about that is that at the end of the month, you can, or at the end of the quarter, let's say you have $30 in your profit account. Just be full of gratitude that, oh my gosh, my business produced me a quarterly bonus of $30. That might seem small, I know, like $30, but you can go out to eat. You can afford to uh, pay for you and your husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or whatever to go eat and have a fancy-ish-ish dinner. (laughs) Now, for $30 for me in Arkansas, that would be a fancy dinner. In New York, it wouldn't. So I have to keep in mind of everything. But come from that place of gratitude and be so thankful and say, my business produced this for me. My business is working for me. And really be thankful for that money. That is what I recommend. So 1% to your profit account at minimum. And then I would say operating expenses. Keep that low as you need. Um... Sometimes it's okay to spend money. For instance, for instance, like um, I'm trying to think, like Bonjuro. Okay, that's a $25 a month subscription. That is a software that helps me do welcome videos for all the new Profit Planner Lounge members. Well, if you were, if I was just starting out and I didn't have enough income, then what I would do is I would cut that expense. I would say, okay, I don't need Bonjuro. I can send custom welcome videos through a Chrome tool called Use Loom. I can look up free tools to use and email them those links. Okay, so it, you can cut your expenses. Look at all of your expenses now. Education. I look at, okay, is this actually working for me? Um, for instance, like it, for Alyssa, like you've gotten so much of the Profit Planner Lounge, right? So do you feel like the Profit Planner Lounge is discouraging your business growth or encouraging it? Would you rather, would you, oh, I'm, I'm reading Francis' comment right now. Sorry, I paused. Francis says you can usually get free business accounts at a credit union. Okay, that is so awesome. By the way, guys, Francis Cromwell is a bookkeeper, an amazing bookkeeper at that. 
And so if you want to go uh, in the Profit Planning Entrepreneur Group, she's in there if you have any questions about bookkeeping because I've been asking her tons. She's amazing. Uh, let's see, where was I at? Anyways, but I hope I hope that answers your question, Alyssa. Uh, Francis says she highly recommends Profit First. Yeah, and you know, for the system with me for Profit First, I tweaked it. I, you, and you know, I'm going to be talking a lot about this in the Profit Planner Lounge once I really get all of these you know, things going, my wheels turning and all of this is actually a system, which it's not right now um, because I'm changing everything that I've done in the past. But yeah, Alyssa says encouraging, pay myself 1% profit and then operation cost. If this is covered in the beginning, if so, no worries in answering this, I will check out. Yes, exactly. Pay pay yourself the minimum amount you can and then 1% profit and then operational cost. LaKendra says, what is bookkeeping? That is such a great question. Um, I know Frances would have a way better answer than I would about explaining this, but basically bookkeeping is looking at your profit for the month, uh, basically all your income and expenses, balancing out your books. So if you've ever heard of a software called QuickBooks, that is a bookkeeping software that tracks all of your income and tracks all of your expenses, LaKendra. So then you can have like profit and loss statements at the end of every month. They're called P&Ls, which is very, very important when tracking numbers like this, like what I'm doing, my income report here. Um, it's very important to track these numbers to see your business's growth. And also just looking back and saying, wow, at this time last year, I was only making 2000 a month or something. And now look at me, I'm making 15000 or or whatever those numbers are for you, right? So Francis, you might have a way better description than that, but I hope that made sense. Y'all are asking some fantastic questions. Um, do you guys have any more questions for me while I'm live, because I would love to answer them. I know uh, a lot of you have been DMing me some questions about my income report and basically how I've been hitting these numbers throughout the month. And I think a big thing is automation and building up. This is definitely something that I've been building up for years now. I have a very, very engaged audience, uh, which includes you, uh, an engaged audience because I've served them. And I think this is something to keep in mind, especially whenever you're just starting out, is these numbers don't come automatically. Like, I've poured my heart and soul into my audience. I have been DMing people like a mad woman because I want a relationship with the people that follow me. And so I I really would encourage you to come at it from that perspective. And that's something to keep in mind. Okay, Francis explains bookkeeping as bookkeeping is tracking your income and expenses and knowing what your profit is. This is vital for your taxes and to know how your business is doing. You can't grow what you can't measure. Francis, I absolutely love that. You can't grow what you can't measure. I think that is powerful. I think that's a really powerful phrase because this is so, so important. Lakendra, how did you make the name tag? Sorry, totally off topic. Okay, so Lakendra, I'm actually making a video about this in the Profit Planner Lounge. I use OBS for my Facebook Lives and that allows you to have a graphic overlay for your live videos. So yeah, I get asked that a lot and I'm gonna be creating an OBS tutorial inside the Profit Planner Lounge for all of my lovely members there so that they can do the same thing. It takes a few minutes if you know how to do it. Not too long, not too bad. Okay, great. I am so excited that we got to cover my income report, how much I've made. If in the future you want to see more stats or if you're curious about more things inside my business and how this looks, 
feel free to DM me on Instagram at Profit Planner. I would be more than happy to add more stats over here, you know, if it coincides, if, if, I, if I want to. Obviously, I get to choose, but um, I plan on doing these podcast episodes once a month, letting you in behind the scenes on my business, what I made, what I spent, what I'm paying myself, and if I change these percentages for my business, because I definitely will be, and then also the milestones I've hit throughout the month too, and what I'm learning, because uh, I've been learning a lot every single month, and like this month was, honestly, I feel like this month was just a month of crying, <laughs> Like crying because I'm so thankful and so grateful to be in a place where I'm actually happy. And for so long, I haven't been happy. And I come across as a very happy person. You know, I come across, I have a lot of joy when I'm talking. I have a lot of passion for what I do because I love business. I love marketing. I love this world of of profit-oriented productivity. But when it came to me off screen, I wasn't actually happy. And I was really miserable. And I didn't realize it because I am an optimistic person. But when I did leave my job and I, with all this extra time that I've had, I realized how miserable I had been and how I had not been taking care of myself or loving myself like I should be as a, as a successful CEO should be. I've been studying a lot of millionaires, a lot of successful CEOs that are actually happy and a lot of them exercise, a lot of them eat healthy, a lot of them are eating food that fuels their brain, a lot of them are taking care of themselves and have, they have a hobby and they love themselves and I was missing that. I feel like I have been a very successful business owner. I've been in some type of form of business since 2011 when I started fashion blocking and making money from collaborations with brands like Jane.com and, and stuff like that. And I've really just pivoted over the years and found myself more and more into work. And I've really just hid myself into the work. And you might be there right now. Um, I know in 2015, I made a huge shift in 2018, which is what I teach inside the Profit Planner Lounge is how to prioritize, how to profit plan, how to do all of these things. And, you know, now I'm only working a few hours a day. Honestly, when I quit my job, I was lost. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like I had been so used to running a business off not a lot of time. And now I had all this extra time on my hands. I'm like, well, what do I do if I'm not working? And that was such a major shift for me to realize, wait, I can have fun. <laughs> like it's okay to have fun, right? And it's okay to play. It's okay to not work. It's okay to leave the computer screen. And so that's what I've been doing with my traveling. So I've been taking, like for instance, New York, I basically took a whole week off my business. Now, am I still working? Am I still checking my inbox? Yes, I am. And that's okay, like, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. If I want to check my inbox, I can check my dang inbox. It's my business, right? As long as it doesn't consume me. And it didn't. I worked an hour a day when I was in New York. And I was planning and brainstorming and, and doing all these things. And I was just so happy. Okay, I'm going to end with that note. And I want to also end with the fact that I hope you're happy right now. I hope you are so insanely happy with your life. And if you are not... Profit plan your way to your next milestone, okay? Profit planning is huge. Profit planning has honestly made me bored because I, I need to fill my time up with, with more work, I feel like, because profit planning does its job. Profit planning reduces all the clutter, all the tasks that are basically don't provide income in your business, and, and profit planning can seriously, drastically change the way your, your life is. Like, not just your business, but your life. 